Hello and welcome to Rebroadcast YouTube Monday. This is where we rebroadcast our Saturday live recording. So come on in, sit back, and enjoy the shenanigans, the ride that is insane rhetoric. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world. So check this out. Please, please, please donate to Insane Rhetoric so we can sustain, sustain future episodes. Hey, thank you once again. Fire out. What is that, like five or six? What's up, Insane Rhetoric? What's up, Insane Rhetoric? What's up? Welcome to uh, what the hell is going on and who left the gate open? Is that who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who? Yeah, that's, that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's too early to be barking, though. I got to call in some Q fan. Q, uh, some of my Q people do that good barking. Nobody barks like a Q. <laughs> What's going on with us? What's on the floor? What's happening? Good morning, y'all. Oh, it's, well, it's a morning, all right. So what's happening? We're shaking. Well, we're going to start off over in uh, Clifton, Nottingham, and that's in England. Oh, Okay. It's a little village in England. Sherwood Forest, Nottingham. Suburban village. In the city of Nottingham. Y'all know Nottingham from like Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Population is about 22,749. That ain't a lot of people. I guess that's why they're calling it a village. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and a lot of people. Uh, this sounds like it's gonna be interesting. What happened over there? Uh, well, I was trying I was trying to get to your question that you always wanna know. And what would that be? <laughs> Before we pop off with the story okay so let me see stats. if i can figure it out here comes the wonderful stats yeah i'm looking at i'm looking it up right now because he gonna ask me that question and we know the answer because it's England, but you know, England, like the United States, has a lot of you know diversity. Yeah, we'll call it that. We'll call it that. But it's not telling me the demographics of this town. Telling me everything but that. It's telling me about the education. It's telling me 
So we know the answer. When it won't tell us anything about the diversity of the and what is the community. Answer? And what is the answer? Inquiring minds would like to know. What is the so over in Clifton, Nottingham, they got a Nottingham East and a Nottingham West. I don't know which it doesn't, this article doesn't tell us which one this is, but there was a family who was devastated by um, murder. Oh, they were black, weren't they? We're in the hookah lounge today, y'all. Yeah. Blowing. Okay. So, <clears throat> this man named Jamie Barrow, forty-four years minimum term for the murder of uh, this woman and her two children in their home. In their home. Hmm. So we mur we we murdering uh women and children now. Back to that again, huh? Mm-hmm. I was talking to a lady the other day who talked about how life goes in circles, planetary circles. Mm -hmm. And this is a lady who deals with metaphysics and all of that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she She's was talking. Smart. Well. Okay. Metaphysics, metaphysics, I mean, you gotta you gotta have some kind of sense. You gotta just kind well, of okay. Let me tell y'all the backstory. <laughs> so something is going on with someone in my life. We we found we found an we found an article. And we wanted to understand what the article, what, was, what it was about. So the person in my life was like frantic. So me, y'all know I always take the research approach, right? So I Googled stores that sell witchcraft items. Yeah, okay. And this place that I had just learned about came up in the list. When I approached the store, you know, I was driving to find a parking space. It said something about metaphysics. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I was like, okay, witchcraft, metaphysics. So mm -hmm. I had to look it up. Okay. I went into the store, asked my question. You're right. The lady was very intelligent. And was able to <clears throat> tell me more about witchcraft and why they do what they do. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how that differs from other practices. Like she understood a whole bunch of stuff. So mm -hmm. you're right. She was really knowledgeable. But I think it's interesting that if you if you uh Google witchcraft, metaphysics come up. Just I mean, anyway, we got off the <laughs> mm -mm. so did you when you pulled up to the store, did you get an itchy, tingly feeling like something went right? No. Yeah. Oh. So, okay, since we're gonna talk about the stuff. So she said that 
she had she she in our conversation which by now if you've been a follower of us y'all know that i can ask a lot of questions okay and so and so the conversation kind of grew and grew and grew we talked for about an hour we could have talked longer when i finally decided i was i needed to go i didn't want to stand up anymore talking to her it wasn't a bad thing it's just like i just didn't want to talk anymore so we talked about several different things and one of the things she brought up was that about a week ago about a week ago she encountered a person who came through the door who had a negative energy a very bad not positive just like probably what you're talking about and she realized that she had not cleansed her her doorways in a while she hadn't cleansed her store in a while of negative energy and so she had just like a few days before I entered she had just cleaned and whatever she practiced. She didn't tell me how she practiced that or how she did that. Not an ass. I don't think I wanted to know that. Right. But she said what she said about how she cleansed the doorways because if you are not a positive energy, she said, or you, you're wanting to come in there for ugliness, then whatever this is she does makes you where you don't, where you, you feel what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I said, well, I walk right straight through the place. She said, because you're not here for negative energy. Is what she said. Mm-hmm. And then she, then she said what I've been hearing for the last several months about, about she talked about my aura. So she giving you a reading just on walking through the door. Yeah. Yeah. She talked about my aura. Y'all don't need to know that people, but over the last several months, random people been saying the same thing about me just from looking at me. And they have gravitated to me just by looking at me. Mm-hmm. And then they say this one thing. If I know what I'm talking about, but the lady that sell witchcraft stuff said it too. <laughs> I think too much. She ain't trying to say you're a Ouija board. Uh-uh. Actually, she was trying to sell me some stuff that will protect me from because uh, she's was she was she, from talking to me. She asked me, would I be interested in coming back? Because she had some things. Because I went in there for something very specific. I didn't buy anything. I was asking a question. Okay. So she asked me if I would be willing to come back so she could show me some things. Because she had some things that were not necessarily used for witchcraft unless a witchcraft person got it to use it for bad things. She said, but there is, it was a particular type of stone that she wanted me to look at because she felt like um, whatever this is, I was emanating from my aura, according to her, was that I would need some type of protection. Well, just for myself, 
just mm -hmm. protect me. Mm -hmm. I thought that was it. Huh? I, I, I was going to say, that's interesting. And you know me, I could fall off the edge right now with, with that. I know. I thought it was interesting considering, you know, our conversations lately. Right. Like, I right. thought it was interesting. I mean, it was kind of, it was kind of on the path, you know, me and you've been kind of been talking about some stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like, how she know? <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> no, I haven't. If y'all want to know, have I been back? No. But I'm just telling y'all, because I went in there to ask a particular question about a particular thing. Come back and, and come back and she had offer you a job. You'd be selling chickens, live chickens in the back. Well, she did have some of them knives that somebody I know that practiced Santa Santeria that where they be cutting the chickens with. She did have some of them in there. I'm sure. And, and I asked her what they were for. She told me. I'm sure she did. <laughs> And she was spelling out the stuff that was meant that was that that people who practice dark mm -hmm. magic. Mm -hmm. She was pointing out that, you know, these are things that people that practice dark magic usually use. And these are things that just random people, individuals use just for their own. Not negative stuff like she was because it was in relation it was in relation to what I initially was asking about okay. it wasn't just like trying to sell me some stuff it was like I was I was asking about this one amulet that was found in a baby's diaper bag mm -hmm. and I had a picture of it and I was asking Please explain this to me. What is this? Mm -hmm. Why would it be used? We finally got to that it was in the diaper bag and why it would be in the diaper bag. Like, it, I'm leaving a lot out because we were talking about not. Even... You're right. I get you. Okay. So, yeah, it wasn't just her just trying to sell me and telling me all this hoobie doobie stuff. Right. It was really based on the conversation and the questions that I was asking. And so she was systematically asking, answering the questions as I was asking them and then giving me the why behind it on mm -hmm. each side of positive and negative. Gotcha. Yeah, it, it wasn't like... And she was quite happy with me not buying anything. She was sitting up there talking to me. She was like, oh, okay, it was really nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but I made sure I kept saying that I believe in Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Which just, requires no magic. <laughs> just so you know, oh, just so y'all clear on the rest of the conversation. Like I was making sure that I was. Throughout the conversation. So which Christ do you believe in? Well, Jesus Christ. Not the Antichrist. You believe in white Jesus Christ or black Jesus Christ? Praise black Jesus. Oh. I feel that. I felt that. <laughs> I felt that. Anyway, so. The man is heartbroken because the white man just decided to kill. He decided to kill the man's wife and children in their own home. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. that's crazy, man. Like so, so you know, um, uh, it's kind of ironic uh, because not really, but you know. Uh, if you go back in history, when England colonized 
Africa and different places that you had dictators like Idi Amin who was doing that on a large scale with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Is 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 you know, and that's that's what I seen. You know, when you said Nottingham, I already knew where that was. You know what I'm saying? And but that to even happen like that, that's that's not that's not out of the norm. You know what I'm saying? When you go back in history, because you had people of Asian descent that was doing the same thing with their people. What was his, uh, I think he killed more people than he, pretty much anybody. Uh, uh, Mousy Dunn, that that dude was just, him and I, Idi, I mean, I think I just, just topped the charts for dictators. So, you know, when you see stories like that in places like this, you know, that's basically the history of some of them places. And so that's not our it's not um it's not not common. So mm -hmm. that's a sad that's a sad thing, man. What was he did it did the article say that he was there or he he just came in and found them? So so well let me back up a little bit because the 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 defendant says um, that he he really can't explain why he targeted that particular household, but he found he he had decided or you know supposed that the household was empty. You know, no one lived there. He hadn't seen or heard the neighbors, you know. So he just assumed no one lived there. So in essence, he's trying to say he didn't go in there to murder nobody, but when he found people there, that's when he started killing folks. Well, so he was in a depressed state. Here we go. Wallowing in self-pity, very, very low mood. And you decided to kill somebody to raise your spirit. Well, what he told the court was, was that he did not expect the fire to take hold as rapidly as it did. Mm hmm So you just randomly setting fires in people's houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he did it. And so, okay, so let me ask you this. I don't know if it says or if it gives uh, information about this. Uh, how long thereafter was he captured and tried? Okay, so... Did this happen a year ago and he just went to trial? 22. Mm -hmm. Okay. The, the father was not there to answer your question. Mm -hmm. He had kissed his wife goodbye and went on about his way to do what he to do what he does, take care of his family. Right. Okay. Um The Mr. Barrow, the defendant, allegedly put petrol through the family's letterbox and watched the fire take hold while ignoring the screams coming from inside the court. Inside, I mean, inside the house. Okay, so oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so we pouring petroleum down somebody's mailbox to start a fire. Yeah, of a house he claimed he didn't know who lived there. So this happened in 2022, and he's now being sentenced for a term of 44 years. And he, when the police finally did arrive, then he told them that he did it. 
Y'all, y'all like our hookah room? Right. It's blowing. Okay. Listen, I can res- I can respect that. Well, he did it out of guilt because he because he realized, you know, that the people was in there. I'm guessing he didn't. He probably didn't really know that the people still lived there. You know, because mm-hmm. some people dumb like that. If you're not making a lot of noise, ain't nobody home. Yeah, but you know, this is what I like about it. Okay, so here's the upside to that. The upside to it is when the police got there, he admitted to it. Yeah, because he was guilty, though. This this doesn't usually happen in the United States, and this is what I'm saying. But he felt guilty. All right. Okay, that's fine. Still, three people dead. I don't care what he, what he felt. He felt guilty. Yeah, I don't care what he felt, though, but three people. That's what he said. He felt guilty. But I'm saying, I don't care what he felt. He he did it, and he admitted to it, and and three people were dead. Three black people at that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was white. Of course he was. But this (laughs) is what I got. You know, we ain't got to figure that out. But this is what I like about this. He admitted to it. It only took him, it only took him, a year to sentence and then he didn't try to plead insanity like some people we know and that case no, he said he was depressed though he did say he was depressed I don't care if he was depressed or not I don't care I'm just simply saying he admitted to it it didn't take him long to sentence him and now he finna start doing his time, and they didn't cop a plea talking about he was insane. So this is why they justice over there is swift. They like it. It ain't gonna take no three, four years to convict nobody and have them on death row for, you know, for forever. You know, just to make a dollar off of them. I, I can respect that. So. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the person is going to do uh, and how they're going to respond to that. But I think for 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 that for that husband, I like apologies and and sympathy goes out to that husband and then the loss of his family for somebody else's stupidity because somebody don't want to give somebody some help. Uh, We've been talking about this for the last freaking year. I mean, mental health is real. You know, yeah, you got to be held responsible for the things that you do. But, you know, sometimes you need to get people off the street. You know what I'm saying? That's, that needs to, needs to have help. I mean, you know, There's facilities for uh, most white people that they can go to for all type of programs. Uh, sometimes when it's somebody black, they don't want to help them, you know, because they just think that that's the way they are or whatever. So, um, yeah, I, 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 sympathy goes out to this man and his loss. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it didn't take a whole lot of hoopla to to get him to justice and go ahead put him under the jail. Um, that's my silver lining. Well, speaking of help. Oh Lord. The US is finally sending munitions to Crane to Ukraine. Oh. Wonderful. Biden is having to defend the decision. This this has been going on for a year now. We we in a, we 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 in a year. This this happened with started like October, August of last year, where this jumped all off. I want to say before that, August. Yeah, I know it's coming up on a year. 
Well, mm-hmm. they burn. Apparently, they burning through artillery, and Biden is like, you know what? Well, we kind of don't have a choice but to help up right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out why ain't nobody knocked this dude head off yet. Well. You knock him down, you're only going to have somebody else that's going to rise. Yeah. But the point of it is, the point of it is, yeah, you're going to have somebody, but that's that's a lot to that's a lot to put in place that fast. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, ain't nobody else jumping off the meter to, you know, be take over somebody else's land and all that type of stuff, man. He he the one that started all this. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I ain't really with it. You know what I'm saying? And if it was anybody else, they would have went in there and just did what they had to do. What's taking them so long? So, because it's because the ammunition or the artillery that he wants to send It has little bomblets in it. Mm-hmm. With that give devastating results. But the problem is that a child could pick up a dud or what appeared to be a dud years later. And and then explode. Okay, so what I'm finna say is real harsh, but it's it's the way of the world. So war doesn't have any rules. When you're at war with somebody, it's by any means necessary to do what you need to do. Clearly, we understand that because that's what Putin has been doing for the last year. Well, we're not at war with anybody. Not physically. No, I'm talking about them. I understand, but it's us giving them the ammunition when we're not at war with anyone. Not physically. Right, and I understand that, but my thing is, if you finna help somebody, you can't say, okay, we gonna send you this and not that. That negates the point of the help. If you know that what you need to do is is going to get it done, then you send what people need. But okay. Red Cross don't, Red Cross don't say we're going to send you uh, uh, orange juice instead of water. They send whatever they need to get the people through and okay. do it. <laughs> like, so, like, send, send whatever they need to send, man. And come on, let's, let's keep it moving. Okay, Red Cross aside, it's been my experience that most people, and we're not even talking about Ukraine right now. Let's just talk about help, helping Mm -hmm. someone, okay? It's been my experience that when people want to help They don't always listen and provide what is needed. What is actually needed. They will help around the situation. And that's and and that's not talking about the plight of the homeless or anything like that. I'm talking about just in your everyday life. It could, life. It could be yeah. in your work life. You ask your coworker for a particular type of help and they perceive that help to mean whatever they perceive and they give that help instead of what you actually ask for. Ask for. I mean, and, and I get that. I get that. But my thing is with that, you know, if you go... You you can't tell me you finna do something and then like you have crazy stipulations on it. That's just just like you see these people. Listen, 
Them people are over there dying, fighting for their life for something that they didn't start. They, they didn't start that. Russia did it. Putin well, apparently this is supposed to be a temporary, it's supposed to be a band-aid until they can um, get the regular ammunition ramped up, the production of regular ammunition ramped up. I just like give them a nuke and just go ahead and just get with it. The cluster munitions have a dud rate of 1.3% to 2.35%. Man, give them guys what they need and come on, let's go ahead and get this over with. Because right now, all that stuff that's happening over there is affecting the economy here. So there's 10,000, roughly 10,000 cluster munitions stockpiled in Europe. And that's that's what is that question, whether or not they got that. And see, see that's my thing. If, that, if the shoe was on the other foot and the United States was at war with somebody, they wouldn't be thinking about nothing like that, no kid in the, in, in the nearby future picking up nothing. They'll be just going over there to just do what they need to do and, and go ahead and get it over with. And we know that. That's something that we know. That's a fact. They ain't, they ain't caring about, about who the family is, who... Who 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 was innocent or who was guilty? They gonna go over there and wipe whatever they need to wipe out. That wouldn't even be a conversation on the table. Okay, so the reason why uh, members of Congress sent a letter to Biden asking him to to release this stockpile is because it was developed. They, it was developed during the Cold War. Mm -hmm. Stockpiled. Mm -hmm. And now uh, much of it is nearing the end of its shelf life. Yeah, so right. they're like, basically it's like, hey, Chris, go ahead on and give them this because this spot to go well, we can't use it anyway. Right. So so we don't even know if it's going to work, but just go ahead, let it loose, and, you know, let's move on. Yeah, it's been sitting up for 30, 40 years, so. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with that, too. First in, first out. 5-0. First in, first out. We got to get rid of it before we can get some more. We're have an accounting lesson with munitions. First day, first out. Y'all know about LIFO and FIFO. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Good luck, Ukraine. That's all I can say. They've been doing their things. Zelensky been holding it together. Putin wasn't expecting him to be that smart. That's that's the bad thing about war. You you underestimate people who you think haven't done things for a while as long as you didn't done it. Yeah. But what else we got on the floor? What else is happening? Okay, so <sighs> y'all listen. I got to tell y'all, the Republicans have requested a secret service, a secret service uh, briefing because they want, they want to talk about the cocaine that was found at the White House. Oh my goodness. <laughs> We done found cocaine and crack at the White House. Mm, mm, mm. 
Now I'm willing to bet that this is not the first time. <laughs> Listen, I'm willing to bet you it's a whole lot of cocaine at the White House. <laughs> That's probably why they named it the White House. That is not why they. That is not why they named it the White House. Yeah, all of them forefathers that built the White House and were putting stuff together in the Constitution was snorting cocaine. Y'all, that's not history. History is that the White House burned down. Several times it was under attack. And when they rebuilt it the last time, they painted it white and they called it the White House. It's just that simple. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to go with my uh my explanation. They was up in there getting high because we know a lot of them up there getting high. That's why they make these stupid decisions. Okay. So. <laughs> Listen, one of your forefathers was, what, what was his name? You went with a forefather, but he came later. Alexander Graham. Uh... A Graham. Cocaine. Grab a cocaine to do you. So let's just get this clear first. The president and his family were not there. It was not found in their chambers. That don't mean they didn't hide it. It wasn't found in their chambers. It was probably it, in one of the houses. I, I bet it's all in all in the three houses. I bet if you go look at the the three houses, you would find a whole lot of drugs in the three houses. Did they seize the cocaine, or did they leave it there because it was in the White House? Well, it was just a small amount in a Ziploc bag, huh. and it was found in the lockers where the visitors leave their things when they enter the White House. So you go to the White House, you have to leave your you have to leave your stuff in a locker. You can't like you have to empty your leave your stuff in a locker before you go on a tour. Yeah, I never wanted to go on a tour to the White House. Not on my bucket list ever. I want to go tour the projects in the back of the White House though. That's what I'm going to go do. They don't never take no pictures from the back of the White House. Yeah, you notice that? They do. No, we, they saw, we saw, uh, what's his no, name? No, they Barack don't. Obama out there in the back shooting oh, basketball wait, wait, and having a beer. Wait, well, guess, guess guess who was in the White House then? Yeah, that's 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 one out of, well, how long the United States been in this? This is 244 some years. Well, the rest of them probably don't go outside and shoot ball. That's because they know the projects is right behind it. <laughs> All that pictures are taken from the front because they know the projects yeah. is behind it. You go to the back of 1600 and it's nothing but projects. Yeah, they they beefing up security and they looking at their security practices. Man, I wouldn't doubt if one of the staff was up there getting high and they said to clear the White House, we're going to put it in a visitor's locker. You know, we talked about that too, called free casing. We know it happens. I can't get caught with this today, but I needed it. So I'm going to just go throw it in somebody's locker. And now they investigating and now that poor person better go to jail for something that they didn't even know they had in their bag. Ooh. I don't put nothing past nobody up there, man. Listen. Ooh. That's why it's called the secret service. They was doing the president of service and they put the secret together so they could go ahead and clear the name. Come on, man. Look, you got people in Mar-a-Lago hiding 
high classified documents. Please don't tell me ain't nobody up in the White House getting high. Maybe they found a bag that he left there. I'm just saying. If you listen, if you think people in the White House ain't getting high with their stressful job, you crazy. It was a small bag of cocaine. Don't take much discovered to near the lobby of the West Wing. Don't take much to get a person high and wired, especially off cocaine. They go at night where they like say, I'm finna go to lunch and go to lunch and eat, drink, and have a bump and come back. Okay, I'm all right now. <laughs> Yeah, baby. <laughs> you gotta sit and deal with them people all day, the military and all these codes and stressful documents and sign this and do that. We gotta move over here, man. Them cats are up there constantly running. The only way you can run like that is you wired up on something all the time. I'm just saying. So tell me what you think about. Tell me what you think about the televangelist. Yeah, this was on Twitter yesterday. Say the televangelist claimed that while staying at Mar-a-Lago this weekend, he saw Donald Trump throw a plate with a burger on it against the wall. And the ketchup stain looked exactly like Jesus' face. First of all, first of all, he, he might have been high. He might, he might have been high because my next question is this. How he know what Jesus looked like? Mm. I, 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 I want to know how he know what Jesus looked like. Yeah. How, how he know what, how, how he know I've what, never seen Jesus' face before. Me either. I've seen depictions. Yeah. But we all know how they got the picture of white Jesus. So, I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, we know who painted that. And then we know who he painted a picture of to uh, have the picture done. So, and then they just adopted that as the picture. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm not 2000 plus some years old. So I can't say I actually walked around with him. I don't know what he looked like. Yeah, that part. So uh, maybe maybe the televangelist was high too. <laughs> he was lifted up in a celestial area, Ooh. and 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 Ooh. the ketchup stain hit the wall just right to mirror a picture of something. We ain't gonna say Jesus of something, and he just. He just ran with that just to make the news. I don't know, man. These people crazy. These <laughs> people are crazy, man. I ain't, I, don't have, I ain't got time for that. Oh, my God. Oh and, then, my God. Like, and then, like, this is the thing to give me. Like, here, here's, a, here's a biblical Bible lesson just for those, you know, uh, in the Bible, it says nobody has seen the Father and lived. So, I'm, I'm just saying, I, I don't, I don't, I think these people are crazy. I think they whacked out. I don't know. I think everybody wants their 15 minutes of fame. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't substantial at all. Like that, you can't stand on this dude. Like, come on, man. You just want to make the news. So. He threw a burger and fries against the wall. Ketchup made it to look like it was a picture of Jesus. And so is, is, are we saying that Donald Trump is having to come to Jesus' home? 
Well, I'm just interested in the fact that Donald Trump eats a hamburger with ketchup on it. <laughs> I can't get I can't get past that part. I'm glad I'm not a racist, but if I if, if it was something like that, I was like, I would think he wouldn't have nothing brown going in his mouth. I, mean, the I don't think that's true on all cases that he wouldn't want something brown in his right. Life. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just gonna leave it right there because <laughs> he is a white man, and clearly he's a racist. So, but uh, throughout time, white men have always wanted something brown in their mouth. And that's the end of the show. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna do this. I'm just I'm I was trying not to go there. I'm not gonna do this. I was trying. <laughs> Take us out here, Thomas. I mean, you go back to to history, like I say, you can't you can't deny it because <sighs> back there raping folks, and the people that they was raping wasn't wasn't white folks; they was brown. So I mean, <laughs> history and facts. I can't. I can't. I, I'm just don't get mad at me because I'm quoting the fact. I I'm just saying so. I think I said it in a nice way, so. I, I, I don't think any way you can say it is, is going to be <laughs> not controversial. <laughs> Take us out of here, co-hosts. Well, y'all know what it is. This is Insane Rhetoric. You can check us out on all platforms. Look at look up Spotify, all the major media, social outlets, and everything. Just hit us up, man. You know, just remember to enjoy the ride. That is Insane Rhetoric. Yeah. Bye, y'all. We hope you had as much fun as we had on this rebroadcast YouTube Monday. Come on over to YouTube on Saturday at 6.30 a.m. Central Standard Time for the live broadcast. We hope to see you there real soon. And until then, remember to enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric, baby.